we're so glad that you have joined us today. Thank you. It's Monday. It is. Uh, what are you going to do uh, today? Uh, it's uh, it's one of those things where you know you you have a giant. Um, you have a big investment in your home, and you realize that the rates are going uh, are going up and down. And you know your financial future is one that you're probably thinking about a decent amount right now. No. So how do you protect that? Well, the first thing you can do is make sure your home's not stolen out from under you. That's kind of a big deal. Uh, home Title Lock is uh, just an incredible service that is one of the only people who's able uh, to to stop. Uh, home really? title like they're going to take your house and put it on a tractor trailer and no, steal your house. That's not what they do. I get it. They go a different direction. They they go on and get the digital uh, documents, and those documents can be used to act as if they've sold. Uh, you know, you've sold your home to them, and then they can borrow against your equity. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with this stuff. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. Go there, uh, read the testimonials from FBI agents and government officials, and register your address to see if you're already a victim. Uh, tell them that Stu sent you, and get the list discount hometitlelock.com it's hometitlelock.com are being groomed and you know what we're actually being groomed i'm gonna get to that story here also the durham uh investigation has dropped another bombshell uh, on friday we'll get to that um gee gee it looks like the new york times has gone maybe a little left their easter essay their uh essay for you know judeo-christian values uh on easter and passover was maybe we should pass over god maybe it's time we just officially shun god oh i thought we were already doing that we have that and so much more but i begin on our grooming npr asked the questions how much energy do americans need for a good life Oh, they have the answer for us in 60. James wrote in about his wife's experience with Relief Factor. He says, I pushed, I, I uh, purchased Relief Factor for my wife. She was in extreme pain. And after the eighth day, she could feel the swelling in her knee and shoulder starting to leave. It got even better after the second week. She's now five weeks in and she's feeling better every day. Thank you so much for Relief Factor bringing my wife back to me. If you're living with pain, may I recommend that you give Relief Factor a try, especially after you've tried everything else. You try it for uh, three weeks, their quick start pack. If it's not working within three weeks, it's probably not going to work for you. 
I didn't think it was working for me. I was stubborn after three weeks and I stopped taking it and I realized, oh, 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 no, no. It has reduced my pain. The three-week quick start developed for you, $19.95, a dollar a day like the trial pack. It's um, it's something that hundreds of thousands of people have ordered already from Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF, 800, the number 4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Welcome to the program, Mr. Stu Bergier, our executive producer. Uh, Stu, there is a uh, there's a story from NPR that I think is very important. Mm. How much energy does it take to have a good and healthy life? Americans haven't asked themselves that. Perhaps we should. Mm. A new Stanford University study has found the answer is what? None. (laughs) Far, far far less less than we have now. Yeah, far less than the average American is using currently. Mm. Comparing energy use and quality of life across 140 countries. You know, may I just say, that's cool. Uh, You know, uh, 140 countries. How many of them have the life we have here in America? None. Zero. None. How far down the ladder do you have to go before it's very noticeable? 10? Yeah, 10 to 20, yeah. maybe. 10 mm-hmm. to 20? Yeah. I don't really care what's happening down. Uh, don't tell me what's what I have to live with based on what's happening with country number 110. Right. Okay, let's bring 110 up to us. Let's not bring us down to 110. But Glenn, they're happy in the Central African Republic. (laughs) I know they are. Yeah. So uh, comparing energy use and quality of life over uh, 140 countries, researchers found the magic number is 75 gigajoules a year or less. Mm. For context, (laughs) one gigajoule of uh, energy is equal to about eight gallons of gasoline. One. One we're only supposed to have 75 per year. Right. One <laughs> is eight gallons of gasoline. Oh, okay. Right. So this mm-hmm. is this is sort of the money can't buy you happiness approach here. Yeah, energy like, can't buy you right. Happiness. Energy can't buy you happiness. So therefore, you shouldn't have it. So 75 gigajoules per year. If one of them uh, is eight gallons, how many gallons of gasoline can I buy? If one gigajoule is eight gallons, and we're only supposed to have 75 per year. 600. 600 gallons of gasoline. That's it. Now, that, and that, that's not just your car. No, that's not just your car. That's running your house. That's running mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. okay? Americans use 284 gigajoules per year per capita, nearly four times the amount that equals happiness. Equals happiness. That suggests (laughs) to me. That suggests to me. This is according to the new research and the author and the professor of Earth System Science, Rob Jackson. Rob Jackson. This suggests to me that we could nudge energy use downwards in a bunch of hyper-consuming countries, and not just make a more equitable world, but perhaps make ourselves happier and healthier. Oh, keyword there. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps we can nudge it down. Well, first of all, you'd have the problem of people realizing what they used to have and no longer had. 
So you can't just say, yeah. well, it, look, there's people happy in Madagascar. And uh, if, so we can lower the the energy usage of St. Louis to Madagascar's level yeah. and they'll also be happy. That's not the way that works. Well, but, you know, if there's a crisis, your your quality of living goes down and you bitch about it for a while. And then you're like, well, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. You know, well, like. Hey, I'm still, you know, I'm still waiting for, uh, you know, a curtain rod and it's taken me four months to get it. But what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Wednesday's my eight month anniversary of ordering Mm. my car uh, and which is still not come in. Yeah, that's weird. And you know, what's weird is uh, I think my car has gone missing because I told you I ordered a car three years ago. We're coming up on its four year anniversary. (laughs) Okay, four years. I talk about it on my Instagram Four. Year anniversary. But I don't think that has to do with supply chains. I think that has to do with maybe I picked the wrong company. Well, because I I did read your Instagram post, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. uh, it it does actually mention the company. Yeah, no, it does. It does. (laughs) It does. I I don't want to hit them. I don't want to. I don't want to hit them with everything. Well, maybe you know what I mean. Glenn, could maybe, put them out of business. This is what an Amber Alert does, though, right? You try to well, find. That's what I ask. So can, you're maybe maybe that's. I, can you put the picture of my car on the back of milk cartons? I'm afraid because it, it is missing. Hasn't been seen now for three and a half years. Is it possible the next picture you get of this car is the car with a gun to its head? Uh, uh, I want to talk to my car. I, I almost <laughs> wrote, I want to talk to my car because I don't think it's alive anymore. You know? Yeah. Um, this but is a anyway. different, totally different problem. Totally different problem uh, than how much, uh, you know, because I'll use more than eight gallons of gasoline oh, in that car. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, so. that'll get you three miles down the road. And that's yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it will. Yes, but, it will. But this is, it's such a fascinating thing of trying to, because look, people adapt to bad circumstances sure. unpleasant circumstances uh if you go back uh, hundreds of years to our founding they used zero gallons uh, in their exactly. cars and they right? were very and they happy were, i'm sure happy they were happy you can, it doesn't mean you're guaranteeing it but that doesn't mean you want to go backwards in time and eliminate well, conveniences that make us not only a more uh, happy society at some level yeah. but also a healthier one mm. you know these these well, things uh, we has anyone noticed that the the age expectancy has gone up, uh, you know, with the exception of the last couple of years with, uh, with well, not minor in all countries. news items. Mm-hmm. Globally, mm-hmm. 759 million people live without electricity. 2.6 billion without clean cooking fuel in 2019, according to the World Bank. Well, they don't need it. That comes at an enormous human cost, Stu. Are there, are there, are there people. happy people that don't have cooking fuel, Glenton? At, uh, I'm sure there are at somewhere. F- at 4 million people, they die each year from cooking conditions by indoor air pollution from cooking fires inside. It's and a, access to uh, electricity is crucial for providing medical services and pow- uh, powering modern economies. And we're using it all. Now, there yeah. is no such thing as a global grid. So, you know, we could. We could. And I'd be for this. We could all pool our money together and build nuclear power plants. <laughs> we could do that, you know. But like, you know, I having a, a uh, you know burning open air flames indoors does seem to be the world's most easily solved problem. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. this is something, and it is one of the buy biggest killers in the world. Buy everybody a Franklin stove. Right, like there was mm-hmm. no copyright on that. He gave that free to the world. Yeah, and that okay. would solve that problem um, completely. This study measured those benefits, and when they plateau, scientists looked at nine benchmarks for a long, healthy life based on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So this is good. This 
fits right into the ESG plan. And oh, my gosh, what a tidy little what a tidy little present to all of us. Uh, Access to electricity, air quality, food supply and the genie coefficient. Now, I didn't know what the Gini coefficient was, but that measures wealth inequality. And I think they call it the Gini coefficient because there's going to be a magic genie that comes and takes money from one people and gives it to another group of people. And everybody's going to be happy (laughs) on tax day. I know I'm really happy. (laughs) I feel so charitable today. There's nothing I like more than working half my day for taxes and then have the government just piss it away. I love that. You know, it could create jobs. You know, if if private people were using the money, government, they don't create jobs. They piss money away. But I digress. I don't want to get all preachy on how good it feels to be so charitable today. You know, I feel really charitable. I do every year. Um, Anyway, they said that happiness peaks uh, at about 75 gigajoules a year. So if we want to be happy, we should use less energy. How just just how dumb uh, these studies are so stupid as if using more energy starts mm. to create unhappiness. I don't I mean, look, I energy, I think, at a basic level from zero to, let's say, 75 megajoules or whatever they're saying, mm-hmm. gigajoules, mm-hmm. Uh, that probably does alleviate that poverty level struggle, which, yes, can make you go zero to 60 mm-hmm. in, in an important way. Uh, but like the this. The increase from there may also help. Like, you know, it it probably doesn't help as much as the zero to 75. No, 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 no. If all of our factories and, you know, all of our researchers and everybody else, they only had, you know, well, how many gallons of gasoline? Uh, 600. Yeah. Everybody had only 600 gallons of gasoline (laughs) for the whole year for all energy use. Um, I think it would be a lot. I think we'd be making more medicine right now. No. Yeah. No, no we, we would not. Uh, it also means, according to the study, that we'll be walking and biking more and using public transport. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't know that because now I'm really happy. I'm thinking riding the bus to work. Oh, man, that would make me happy many approaches require a blend of the two to incentivize people and businesses to make upfront investment in equipment or technology that uses less energy over time you know what if we could just get rid of all the people then nobody will drive we wouldn't have all these problems if it wasn't for all these people we should just tell the elites to liquidate all of us Um, They are hopeful that the $1.2 trillion Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which includes several provisions focused on reducing consumption. Did you know that? Did you know that? Wait a minute. It's the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. And according to this article, it has several provisions focused on reducing consumption. Wow. (laughs) Hopefully it'll do that. 
They do say that many of these moves can face resistance at the local level. We've got to stop saying, hey, we really don't want a new bus or rapid transit route. We don't want X, Y, Z piece of infrastructure in our area (laughs) when it's our longer term interest to support that. Can I tell you every city now I've lived in, I don't know, a hundred cities because I couldn't hold down a job for most of my career. Uh, You know what? You know that what signals death to any city when I like, well, this city's over. Whenever they go, we're going to build a rapid transit train. Mm. As soon as you hear that, you're like, "Mm, okay, they're done. They're just pissing away the money now. This is especially true now that there is growing evidence that those measures uh are using less energy generally and do not have a negative impact on America's Americans living happy, healthy life. I don't know. You know, the rapid transit train, Stu, you see it every day when we go to work. Mm. I don't even know where the stations are. Okay, I know where the station is here, but I can't I can't get on that rapid train. Wouldn't mind it because it would be like living the life of being chauffeured in a giant limousine where it's only you because the rapid transit train never has a soul on it. Okay. It's soulless. It's, it's not even driven by human. There's not even one human that has to drive it. It's, it drives itself. It stops at all these stations that nobody wants to go to. And it's empty. But the good news is, I don't know how many gigajoules it's using, but it uses those gigajoules 24 hours a day. It does. No one rides it. And in fact, I think 92% of people have never ridden it Hmm. in the area, but they built it so that the 8% of people could occasionally uh, do it. Uh, Only 4% of people in the area actually use it to commute. Yeah. Four percent. Four percent. Yeah. And uh, it costs an absolute fortune. Yeah. In fact, it's better to spend your cash in any other way, any other way. Mm. Like, for example, honestly, taking the construction costs and just keep an open mind on this one. Yeah. Lighting it on fire. Here's one. Here's one that Mm. I really would like to do. I want to take polar bear fetuses and plant them here in the soil here in Texas Mm -hmm. and I'll water them. I think I can grow grow a whole new crop of polar bears. Mm. So if you just want to funnel that tax dollar to me, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'll do. Wow. Yeah. That would be I'll nice. do that. that well, nice. I'll try to do that, but the environmentalists would stop me from aborting polar bear fetuses. Mm. So I might just have to use human fetuses. All right, back in just a minute. First... <laughs> Let me tell you about Tunnel to Towers, the people we send out to defend our freedom that don't come back. Sometimes when they do, they come back forever different from the person that they were before. We are patriotic Americans. We love our country and we are grateful to the people that when I say we love our country, I love the idea of our country. Anyway, uh, it's our duty to uphold those people who fight for it and defend it, not just at war, but also our firefighters and our first responders. Sometimes they leave children behind. 
That's where Tunnel to Towers comes in. They pay off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. They do all kinds of things, including providing tiny houses for homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, the people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Now, now I, I want to tell you what I just read from NPR can be summed up by MSNBC, by Mika and Jika in the morning or whoever it is, uh, Morning Joe. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's a very white cast. But here is it's not it's not a diverse hmm? one. No, it's no, not. no. Uh, but here is MSNBC uh, last week. Talking about Elon Musk's attempt to buy Twitter, listen carefully to what Mika is saying. The dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly listen. what people think. And that if, is the that is our you- job. Oh, that's their job. Okay. To try to control what people think. And that is their job. Mm, okay. I didn't, <laughs> didn't know that. Okay. So their job is to control people. And you just saw that with NPR. That story from NPR. You are being, uh, you're being trained. You're being groomed. You're being groomed to eat bugs. You're being groomed to... Uh, uh, to use less energy, you're being groomed to reduce your lifestyle. You're being groomed to shut up. Your opinion doesn't matter. So it's good. I, I you know, I I enjoy being groomed. It's mm. it's better when you know about it, uh, because then you're not groomed to do those things. Uh, so maybe you should pass that on to your friends. You're being groomed to not eat meat. By the way, that uh, fits nicely with Elon Musk. That's why they don't want him uh, taking over Twitter. Uh, They may have been. I think they were talking about uh, Donald Trump there, weren't they? I think it's an older clip from 2017, but it could easily be from today. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, still time to get out of the high interest debt before the rates shoot up. Right now, I want you to think about your credit card debt. What percentage is it at? 19%? What do you think is going to happen when the Fed continues to make rate adjustments? Yeah, 19 could look like a cakewalk compared to what you could end up paying. It could skyrocket on you. Most likely it will. At what point can you just not pay that bill? This is why it's so important to take action right now and do everything in your power to spend less and save more. If you haven't considered a cash out mortgage refi, 
with American Finance, I want you to call them today. You could be paying significantly less interest on your debt. You can even get a custom loan term, so you're not taking forever to pay it off. Here's what you need to do. Call them today. Get a free mortgage review. Know what your options are before choosing to move forward. No pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Just call them. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to sign up to Blaze TV. Four years ago. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Pat, I've got good news for you. Okay. Uh, well ahead of next month's lifting of the Title II, uh, 42 immigration restrictions, mm-hmm. Joe Biden has ordered Border Patrol agents to begin allowing illegal migrants into the country by granting them multiple exemptions to the current health regulation. <laughs> Yay! Yes, yes. Yay. Now, factors weighing in favor of an exception mm-hmm. include the following. A physical or mental illness. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I, I mean... Do we need more mentally ill people in America? I think we have our share of mentally ill, mm-hmm. uh, but physically ill. Wh- wow, that's kind of broad. A disability, pregnancy, lack of access to safe housing or shelter. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. And if you're over 21 years old or over 70, uh, you and your family can get in. Uh, so that's great. That is Great. We're going to have 2 million new, well, not really Americans, but 200, 2 million new people living in the United States. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying they're not people. I'm saying they're here illegally. Well, a border is only a construct. Yes, it is. And I wish we would construct more of that border fence, but we don't. See, countries like ours are like a lifeboat. And when you take the lifeboat and point it back towards the Titanic, all those people sink the lifeboat. And then that lifeboat doesn't save anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so you think seem he, to understand that concept, though. But he thinks that humans can be <clears throat> illegal. Humans can't be illegal, yeah. Glenn. Thank you. We okay. heard years ago that yeah. illegal aliens, illegal immigration is only a construct. So here's, itself, here's the thing. The whole here's, thing. Here's the thing. So is all of civilization. I don't, I don't know what that is. Humans <laughs> can't be illegal. You're right. They're not. They're just doing illegal things. <laughs> right. I love people who say humans can't be illegal. Now, sure, they broke some laws getting here, but you can't just smear all of them. Excuse me? I'm not. You are. I'm saying they're breaking the law, getting in here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do it the right way. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's too much to ask. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, what do I say to that? I guess you could go into a bank and and take out some money. You could either take it out of your account and play by the rules or Mm -hmm. you could break the law and steal that money. 
mm-hmm. but I would call you a bank robber then. Oh, humans aren't bank robbers. Well, dogs certainly aren't. <sighs> no, some humans are bank robbers. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. not an artificial construct. That's a real thing. We can at well, least today all, it is. Yeah. Right. right. We can all agree at least when we lift Title 42, this is going to go well, right? Oh, you it's going to go really well. <laughs> yeah. 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 18,000 I mean, a day they're expecting. That's it. 18,000 mm-hmm. a day. That's not very many. What's the number now? Do we know? Uh, last month it was two hundred twenty-one thousand, whatever that is for per the month. Day, for the month, yeah. are they going to make their? Are they going to make them take their shoes off and their belt off as they come across the border? Are they going to, you know, just just so they can be scanned? You know, mm-hmm. are they going to at least have to do what we have to do at the airport? And will they have to do that at the airport? Because many of them won't like it. Because how dare you stop me while I'm getting on a plane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. And of course, they will not have the same restrictions we have on airplanes. They will not be. They will not need to wear masks the time the entire time that they're here. They will not need to be vaccinated. Certainly, they, no, right. that will be totally fine. Th- those will be overlooked. And the good thing is, if it's only eighteen thousand a day, that just works out to six million five hundred seventy thousand per year. That's, not, that's that, not that many. That's not that many. Not no, that many. If, uh, in a country no. of 330 million? Yeah, Come on. it's no big deal. Drop in the bucket. Yeah. By the way, teen opioid deaths have surged by 350%. This is a completely unrelated article. Hmm. Uh, 350%. <laughs> now, that's because fentanyl is coming you know, into America. I don't know how. I don't know how it's getting across. Uh, Who could know? Let's not even talk about how Mm -hmm. it could be getting here. Good idea. But it is, um, it's about a hundred times more powerful than morphine and has been linked now to 77% of all overdose deaths uh, by teenagers since 2021. I think it's a, I think it's ABC news. That's doing a special on this Mm. coming up soon. And and I, Maybe think about it a little bit a different way. You just said overdose deaths. Like, isn't that completely a BS way of looking at what's happening? People are, these teenagers are taking a pill thinking it's a different kind of pill and inside it is fentanyl. And so they're getting not, they're not like overdosing. Like, I want to do this much fentanyl and now I'm doing this much. (laughs) They're just getting poisoned. We're just, Mm -hmm. these drug cartels are just poisoning teenagers all across the country and we're just acting like oh geez. oh my gosh don't dehumanize those drug dealers <laughs> they are trying no to, drug dealer they are trying That's true. <laughs> they are trying to provide the greatest experience for their buyer so how many people do you know in business go that extra mile <laughs> the drug dealers are you're gonna get even a bigger high off of this one yeah it's, it's if really, you don't die right it's fascinating. I, I think part of this, too, goes back to this idea that, like, the media jumped on the opioid thing and decided they wanted to blame this one rich family for it. Yes. The Sackler family, which, again, the Sackler family followed all of the guidelines from the federal government. So I don't know, like, I I mean, there's it's just there's been a weird construct to this from the beginning. But to make it seem like these are opioid overdose deaths. You have to have this idea that, okay, well, this evil billionaire family was targeting these people, trying to get them hooked on their medicine, and then just kept upping it and upping it and upping it, and they died. Well, that's not how these people are dying. Some of them, some 
of them were addicted to opioids and try to get them for some reason on the open market. Why would they need to get them on the open market? Why would they need to get them not from the company who's producing them? They need to go to drug dealers because it's hard to get them because the government has blocked people who think they need them well, from getting it. Well, also the box does say for end of life use right. only. But the overwhelming mm-hmm. percentage of people who are dying are not addicted to fentanyl because Correct. they want to take fentanyl. They're going to take something else like sometimes something very, you know, um, uh moderate not even like an, an, an a, like a, an, a, an illegal drug right they're yeah. going to take something that maybe they shouldn't be taking so they get it from the black market and then that's laced with fentanyl and then they die but that how is that purdue pharmaceuticals fault like it's not. Uh, they didn't put the it's fentanyl not. in the pills they, they don't have anything to do with the pills that are killing people in a lot of cases that's not universally true but there's this idea that they want to blame this one rich family well, has minute, overwhelmed minute, this entire issue. It is. I, I I mean, I haven't heard of the black market arm of that pharmaceutical company. <laughs> right? I mean, it's not you say in yeah. most cases. Well, then those were probably stolen. And if the pharmaceutical company is like opening a giant jacket, hey, I've got truckloads of fentanyl in here. Who wants it? Then we should shut that down. Yeah, but. At the same time, we're shutting down the supply line at the border. Right. This, this, they just try to like implement the plot line from Ozark into reality, and it's not reality. This, that's that's a show. This is this like this is an amazing thing, though. Like especially with conservatives, right? Here we are, so pissed off about the border, justifiably so. This problem seems to be a bunch of Mexican and South American drug dealers poisoning our teenagers. And we're like, ah, these drug overdose deaths. It's not really, that's not really the right way to look at it, is it? Like, if they were poisoning our food supply, we this would be a totally different, like, we'd be freaking out in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, well, some some of these people are using drugs in ways they shouldn't be using them. So we, well, well some of it is some of the fentanyl deaths are coming from cocaine. Yeah. Because they're mixing it with cocaine. Yeah. And then you snort it and then you die. And you die. Yeah. But again, like, and I'm like not you, saying like Glenn said, fentanyl's kind of powerful. <laughs> You're not supposed yeah. to. Can I tell you? Yeah. I took it for two days. A doctor was trying to get me out of pain. I'm like a horse. You yeah. just can't bring me out of pain. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I had it for two days. Didn't even know what it was. I was so drugged up, um, and it almost killed me. It almost killed me. I didn't know what it was. And I went to my my other doctor, my regular doctor. And uh, told him like two days after I got off it because it said end of life use only. And I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I think I'm going to stop that one. <laughs> and uh, my doctor said, why would you let a doctor prescribe you that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. A, he's a doctor. I right. thought it was fine. And B, I was kind of screaming in pain. I just wanted it to mm-hmm. stop. So I wasn't. Hang on, Doc. Let me read all. Let me read all of the warning signs. I figured he'd do that for me. Yeah, you didn't read the brochure that comes with the fentanyl. I didn't. No, no I didn't. Oh, wow. But I did strangely wow. have a pharmaceutical rep come and just talk me into it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, by the way, they say in this story that what we need is urgent action including expanding access to opioid addiction treatment centers. We got to do that. 
No, no, we should close the border. That should mm-hmm. be our immediate ac- action. Close the border. When there's even Democrats from some of these border states that are begging Joe Biden not to remove Title 42, y- y- then you know there must there must be some kind of reason for it. Yeah, secure the border. And even some Democrats understand that concept. Not I, the ones, of course, in, in the White House. I was uh, listening to one of our affiliates, the morning show, uh, one of our affiliates up in, uh, in Virginia, and uh, they were talking about last week, they were talking about, you know, what Texas had done, uh, you know, bussing people up. Mm. And, mm. and they rightly, rightly so said, um, you know what that's going to do to our city? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the only way to get people to understand what's right. happening in their city because we're overwhelmed right now. We're yeah. overwhelmed in our on our borders. What? Texas has to do it? No, we're going to send them up. And what's interesting is they the, the District of Columbia did not take those people. No, they shipped them to another town. Of course. Of course. Yeah, back in just a minute. Thanks, Pat. You can see Pat and Pat Gray unleashed wherever you get your podcasts. All right, real estate agents, I trust.com. More than anything, when you are selling your home, you need an expert. You need somebody who is really good. When you're buying a home, you need somebody really good and somebody who listens to you. Have you ever had that problem? Or now we're in the problem of, did you just ask if this was the master bedroom? You racist. No, thank you. Could I just have a human being that is good? Real estate agents, I trust.com. These are the people that will help you in your local area. We vet them. Uh, it's a free service to you. All you have to do is just write to us. Tell us where you're buying, where you're selling, and we'll find the right people for you to interview. You do your own homework. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're just talking about the opioid crisis here in America. By the way, that uh, article ends with it's China's fault. China is delivering all the opioids. Mm. Is, is that is, is that hmm, really? Because I I thought we were having a hard time getting things, you know, sent from China over here. <laughs> it's weird that they could they could do all that and still not, uh, you know, deliver my next door neighbor's patio furniture. For two years. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's, uh, it is really a fascinating part of this. You know, you go back and look at the death toll from the opioid epidemic, uh, as, as it's been called, and it's amazing. I mean, it absolutely dwarfs the crack epidemic of the 80s. Like, it's almost like oh, a little yeah. blip on the chart compared oh, yeah. to this. It is really a big problem, and a lot of it has to do with fentanyl and, and, and illicit uh, drugs from, uh, from south of the border, largely. But I, I don't know, maybe it was a positive motivation at one point where they were like, well, we need to put a face on this opioid epidemic. And they've picked this family that like, you know, I don't know if they were perfect in every way by any means. I'm sure nobody is. But like, obviously, when people are taking drugs from drug dealers in you know Mexico that come across the border and then they're laced with poison, 
it's really hard to place the blame of that on an, an American family who runs a pr- pharmaceutical co- corporation. Like, I, I, like it's just completely insane. And they, and every media source seems to do the exact same thing, which is just blame this one family for all of this, and it's completely out of control. And what's crazy is you'll hear China. Um, have you heard anybody talking about the drug cartels? Nobody's talking Don't about the drug care. cartels. Nobody cares. They are making more money than they've they've ever made before on America because they're now in human trafficking, getting people across our borders. And those they now have mules too. some of those people are used to carry drugs uh, across the border as a price of getting you across the border. Then some of them, if they can't pay, they're used in our cities by these drug cartels look don't worry about it you'll just owe us a favor Mm. and now they're being used in the drug trade wherever they end up is anybody talking about that no i mean and look at the two things that have made this worse over the past you know several years one the border right two covid restrictions have made this problem much worse. People were locked down. They wound up getting into these, and the opioid deaths have gone through the roof. Well, those are two things the Democrats really don't want to talk about. So they'd much rather have you talk about a rich family who is evil and just searching for profit rather than saying, okay, well, maybe we need to address the border. Maybe we need to address these uh, this, the whole drug situation. Maybe we need to address what we did to this population by locking them all down. Uh, they don't want to talk about that. This is... The Glenn Back Program. Alrighty. <laughs> what, are you, <laughs> what are you doing today? There's something else going on today that is um, interesting. Um, what are you doing today to give your dog the best life he can have? When you have a dog, you, they're part of the family. Uh, making sure that they have the right diet, a good diet, will keep them safe, happy, and healthy. Stu and I both feed our dogs rough greens. Yeah, we have now, we have 47 animals in our house, uh, but three of them are we dogs. We really do. We need to talk about it. We need an intervention. It's a zoo. It's yeah, a it zoo is. at this point. Uh, but we have everything from a brand new puppy a few months old up mm-hmm. to Miles, who's 17, mm-hmm. and they all love the rough greens. It's uh, it's fantastic, and it's great for a growing puppy. It's great for an, uh, a senior dog like President Miles. It's great for everybody. Fantastic. Roughgreens.com. Roughgreens.com slash back. Get your free bag. Just pay for shipping. If you go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN33. no problem with our schools i'm going to take you to ohio wisconsin washington state kansas uh and montana just just a few of the hot spots that broke over this weekend 
on crazy things happening in schools. We give you that and how the how the ESG hammer is going to drop soon. We'll give you that in 60 seconds. A deep spring cleaning can do wonders for your home, but where it really takes things to the next level is in the update. And remember, renovations don't have to break the bank when you're dealing with Blinds.com. Blinds.com has the expertise and the vast selection necessary to help you find the perfect window treatments for your home. By the time they're done with you, it's going to look like your entire house got a makeover. They have both indoor and outdoor products, so your deck or patio can look as amazing as the interior of your house. And they make the whole process easy. They give you access to expert design consultants and local pros who can handle the installation, which, by the way, comes at one low cost. No matter how many things you order, Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window uh, coverings. Shopblind.com right now. Blinds.com. Their outdoor event sale is going on up to 45% all throughout the site through April 19th. Blinds.com. 45% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. Well, let me start with, let me just start with the case of Perry Surf. Perry Surf is in prison. He was a man in 20, uh, 2002 committed, well, let's just say violence against a woman in New Jersey. He was accused of raping, robbing, and murdering a woman in New Jersey. He was 19. He was driving the, women, the woman's car, wearing her clothes when he was stopped by the police. Those discoveries of, okay. Uh, Hey, dude, this isn't your car, and I'm not sure those are your clothes, led the police to find the nude body of a 47-year-old woman in a ravine next to a shuttered auto dealership. He didn't just kill the woman. This is graphic. In a letter to the New York Daily News, he wrote, Yeah, I killed her. I punched and kicked her to death, crushing her skull in the process. One of the kicks landed in such a way it broke her neck, and then all of a sudden her head was on backwards. I have an unusual taste for blood, so I drank and licked and lapped up my fill. Let it be known that I am Lucifer's maiden servant sent to earth, born of sin, to bring suffering and pain, darkness and evil. Okay, all right, okay. So he's in prison, and that should make New Jersey feel good. Um, However, um... He now identifies as a woman, so he's just, he's the guy, he was transferred over to the, to the women's prison, and so now he's in the correctional facility for women, you know, kind of like his victim was a woman. Anyway, um, his uh, date of his transfer has not been sp- uh, specified though uh, it may have occurred sometime during the past year um, and I just I want you to know he is 100% woman hear him roar uh, a female identified um, uh, inmate with the alias of Perry Surf is listed in the uh, New Jersey prison records as being housed at the 
Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for women. And what's crazy is this is the same prison that's having a problem with pregnancy. Uh, now, Stu and I talked about this last week. We don't know how that works. She was afflicted with pregnancy in some immaculate way. We don't know exactly which way. I mean, way. she was afflicted with a baby. Mm-hmm. You know? Punished. Punished with a baby. With a baby. So, um, you know, you might say, hey, that's a bloodthirsty guy. Um, mm. And now he's in there and potentially impregnating uh, the females there. Isn't a thirst for blood just something that we need to understand is maybe not the choice you make but is an okay amen, choice amen you know why demonize all you know demons s- demons <laughs> you're exactly right That's right okay now uh, there's a couple of other things that are going on in missoula montana according to the sentinel high school a parent there her freshman student felt a little uncomfortable about the questionnaire that was handed out without explanation at the end of the class the questions from the handout include 99% of reported racists are heterosexual. Why are straights so sexually aggressive? Uh, the majority of child molesters are heterosexual. Do you consider it safe to expose children to heterosexual teachers, scout leaders, and coaches? When did you choose your sexual orientation? There's 15 of these great questions, uh, and uh, the, the parent uh, wouldn't wouldn't out themselves as uh well i'm sure they're cisgender but uh wouldn't out themselves as uh as you know the parent that is complaining because the kid was mortified when mom or dad said or mom and mom i don't know mm-hmm. um but uh when when the kid went you're you're not going to bring this up they'll kill me in school they'll kill me i will be a pariah in school but, you know, that's the kind of stuff that happens in these gigantic cities like Missoula, Montana. The Kansas governor, Laura Kelly, she vetoed two Republican state congressional bills. That, this happened on Friday that proposed a ban on transgender athletes in girls sports and another that would allow parents to challenge Kansas public education curriculum. Uh, she uh, she vetoed that. She said it's just nothing but hate, you know, especially when you have parents allowed to say, hey, what's in the curriculum? I mean, the hate just flows uh, from there. She said the Republican state legislators behind the bill were just trying to score political points. Or do what the voters elected them to do, you know, One of those two. She said, today I vetoed the divisive transgender sports bill. So we listen to this carefully so we can keep our state welcoming to all Kansas and keep our state open for business. Now, why would she say that this would close the state down from business? Hmm. Is is she sensing a reputational risk to the state of Kansas. 
that maybe there would be some sort of a Vladimir Putin ESG kind of backlash from the banking community, insurance companies. Yeah, because I've noticed there are restaurants around the country that have closed down for pandemic reasons. And mm-hmm. then they put a sign. They say open for business because they know there's a possibility that people might think they're still closed or they're threatening uh, for, for, uh, threatened to be closed mm-hmm, at any, mm-hmm, at any mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Similar to this, it seems like they they want to know mm. you're open for business. We swear we we've aligned with these policies the way you wanted us to, so we can be open, right? Uh-huh. It's okay for us to be open now, right? Uh huh. And that seems to be the similar thing that's going on. That's here. weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. That's, ESG hammer isn't crossing anybody's mind there, right? It didn't cross mine. Didn't Mm-mm. you know the Great Reset? You know they're gonna hammer. These states, they will hammer. If your state isn't ready for the new ESG world, you're going to be cooked. You're going to be cooked because she's right. We want to keep it open for business. When ESG is applied, they are going to first apply it to states like Florida. And when they do, you'll see where the rubber meets the road. Will the banks be able to pressure all of the businesses there to say, I'm moving or I'm I'm going to shut down my business in Florida. We'll see. But it is coming. Uh, by the way, the Whatcom Middle School in uh, Bellingham, Washington's public school system. This is uh, north of Seattle. It was awarded the Gender Sexuality Alliance Club. Uh, the Think Big competition. They they won that award of whatever for pitching a middle school drag show for students age 10 to 14. Now, sure, the kids could be learning, I don't know, math or how to read. But I think the drag queen talent show for 10 year olds, that's where I want my kids. Uh, And I, boy, I'd like to give them an award myself. Uh, Wisconsin uh, teacher, uh, the decided that, um, you know, she was going to or he was going to dance in in drag. Um, The French teacher, Matthew Cashton, strutted up onto the auditorium stage in a high cut blue sequin dress, red boots and a blonde wig and lip synced and danced Rain On Me by Lady Gaga. Mm. Uh, it, it was all a surprise to the assembled students at the Madison, Wisconsin suburb. I, I bet it was. I bet it was. Uh, is that the French teacher? A member of Ohio State University's undergraduate student government said that white people are inferior And he would, quote, absolutely love to live in a world where it's taught that black people are superior to others, end quote. Well, CRT, your work is finished. Disney. uh, The actor Joseph Gatt. Uh has been arrested for having online sexually explicit communications with a minor across state lines. Why couldn't he just have them in his own state? Why did he have to go across state lines? Why? 
Mm. It all would have been fine if it wasn't across state line. Is that is that true? I don't I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I don't accurate. know. I don't think that's accurate either, but I think it becomes federal. Yeah, it becomes that like weird like if you commit fraud, it's it's crime, but if you yeah. commit it in the mail, it's worse. Yes. You know, it's like one of those right. type of things. But like this is the Anthony Weiner situation basically. Right. Like he was having sexually explicit conversations with underage. We don't know boys or girls. I don't th- I don't think I've seen that determined. And, you know, why does it matter? It really doesn't matter. I guess it's not important, although it's the most important thing. Remember, it's the it's not at all important, but it's also the most important thing. And if you could just get that down, then you won't get banned off Twitter. Some just would say remember. that doesn't make sense. What? Some would say that doesn't make sense. You're banned off Twitter. That it, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, well, there banned. you go. <laughs> yeah. Unless that evil, evil, hate-mongering Elon Musk decides to, and using the same logic you were using, mm-hmm. unban people and let everyone speak, oh, which would be horrible for free speech. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> this is... Postmodernism in action. It really is. Uh, By the way, state of Florida has rejected 41% of the math textbooks on the basis that they contain CRT, Common Core, and social emotional learning. So we got that. We got that. 71% were not properly aligned with Florida standards or include prohibited topics and unsolicited strategies. Uh, You know, I... I, what are you worried about? Two plus two equals five, you know? And when you're doing math, you need to make sure that you're teaching that cisgendered people are less than and definitely not equal to others. See how I made that into a math problem? You sure did. Yeah, I did it. And you can do it too. Uh, So they're rejecting 71% of all of the textbooks they don't care these people just don't care they will put it in any way they can and uh they'll just continue to do it and if it's not in the textbooks they'll just do it behind your back i'm telling you right now you you have got to stop with this idea that your local politician you know your local congressman or your local senator he's good but all the rest of them are bad you have to apply this now to teachers if they belong to the teachers union they are funding all of this okay i'm sorry you might be a great teacher truly a great teacher you may not be teaching any of this but if you are in the teachers union you are funding it so while you say i'm against it your money is going to the people who are jamming it down everybody's throat so i'm sorry you can't be a good teacher you can't be somebody that i trust with my children if you're in the teachers union it's pretty easy (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a lot caught up in that i don't know that it's easy but it is a a a hard where is the line where is the line you can't say you can't you can't Mm -hmm. be and i'm not comparing the two i'm just using an over Uh Uh here it comes an exaggerated example yes okay but you can't be you know in the nazi party (laughs) (laughs) and say i'm for the jews 
okay, I know you might have a very small role in the Nazi party, but you should take the pin off. They make lit movies out of people who say that. <laughs> Oscar Schindler was uh, <laughs> exactly right. Uh, no, but they, uh, you know, you have this situation where it's so ingrained in the culture and so many people it's that you, what you described is a lot of people. I mean, that's not just a few people. That's not I just, know. Uh, and if those people know. actually wanted to change things, they would well, recognize that their, their unions have exposed themselves as not the best for the teach, uh, not the best for the students. Yeah. It's all about power. Uh, and if those people who are good, decent teachers would just say, screw it. I don't legally have to. I'm not paying. I'm not paying my dues. I am no longer part of this union. You would collapse the union and a lot of our problems would go away. It's a massive part of the problem. Back in just a second, Nick wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, uh, I've been taking Relief Factor twice a day for three months. I've noticed a huge difference in my overall pain level. I had knee and back feet, uh, knee, back and feet pain for quite a few years. Now it's almost all gone. I feel great. I can highly recommend this product. Thank you, Nick. I'm glad you got your life back. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation. The three-week quick start developed for you is $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, at relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com or 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor, feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. By the way, there is a... uh, There's a story out today from the American conservative progressives have succeeded in manipulating the five point eight trillion dollar state pension system into a vehicle for imposing their political agenda while simultaneously fostering a lucrative system of patronage around uh, around it to co-op non-believers into playing along. This is what ESG really is. They have manipulated the $5.8 trillion state pension system into a vehicle for imposing their political agenda. It's ESG. State pension fund managers who have declared that they will include ESG, environmental, social, uh, and governance goals in their investment decisions collectively control more than $3 trillion in retirement assets and include the five largest public pension plans in the U.S. The California Public Employees Retirement System, California State Teachers Retirement System, the Teachers Retirement System of Texas. Gee, what do these all have in common? Hmm. The New York City Pension Funds, the New York State Common Retirement Fund, the Maryland State Retirement and Pension System, and the New York State Teachers Retirement System. So here's the thing. They are now giving all of their money to places like BlackRock. And you'd say, well, that's a good, uh, that's a really good thing, right? 
State officials are starting to question whether they see this as a misappropriation of public money and whether climate and social investment is actually delivering any benefit in return. People with a woke agenda vote the shares. They get to control. They get control of the board and Exxon days are now numbered. Since a pen, said a Pennsylvania state representative, Fry, uh, Ryan, uh, Frank Ryan, Missouri State Treasurer Scott's, Scott Fitzpatrick said that progressive asset managers are using our money to force their own political will on those companies. When we give them these resources, we're giving them the power to speak for us. States, you've got to pull your resources out of anyone who is involved with ESG. You're using your own money to kill your state. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Every day, the threat of economic turmoil looms closer and closer on the horizon. We're already seeing plenty of it in inflammation. uh, Inflammation. What is wrong with me? Uh, Inflation. It continues to uh, spike at record numbers. I hate being the one to say it all the time, but a recession is all but guaranteed to happen. They're now saying everybody in the everybody but the White House is now saying a recession is coming. May I suggest today is the day that you get a free mortgage review from American Financing. It's a family owned company that gets it. Strong financial presence in similar times, and they have helped so many people just like you come out ahead of the curve. They know what they're doing, especially in times like this. They have a salary-based mortgage expert whose only job is to review your financial picture and walk you through better custom options. Not trying to upsell you, no pressure, no hidden fees, none of that. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you've uh, joined us today. We've been talking about the grooming that is going on in our schools, and that is exactly what it is. It is grooming. Um, and, uh, Wednesday we have a special on project groomer. Uh, it is, uh, a plan to brainwash your kids. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's all right there. If you choose to look for it, Jason, uh, Batril is, uh, uh, is with us now and, uh, he's outlining all of this, uh, and getting it ready for, uh, Wednesday's program. You want to touch Based on that, just a little bit. Oof. Like, there are times in this job when I wish that I didn't know what I know. It's like that scene in The Matrix where that guy's like, should I eat the steak, you know, and know that it's not real? Or mm-hmm. just is ignorance is bliss? Mm-hmm. And I'm on that verge of, is ignorance bliss or should I know this? I so, don't want to know this. I know. It's one of those things. Stu, you remember us having that conversation about 2010? Mm. We were all we were all being red-pilled and we're all, we all went, I, oof, I, we go down this road further and we're really going to not be happy people 
because we won't be able to just relax and enjoy things. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard. Yeah. You go it, numb after a while, Jason. You go. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm definitely there, I think. I mean, <laughs> after this many years. But yeah. I, I'm still amazed by how shocked I can get over everything. And you think that you're safe, like in the Bible Belt. You know, like, ah, Texas, you know, places in the South, we're no. fine. I'm, I'm just reading curriculum from Austin ISD, and it's all in there. It's all in there. And, you know, we've, we've, have parents, we've done a good job, I think, over the past year. And I think we've been winning the culture war on this. I mean, you know, I think one of the big reasons the Democrats are taking such a hit but then is because of this. Yeah. But then we go back to sleep. Yeah. They say, okay, it's fixed. And then we all go back to sleep and they put it in anyway. They say things like, oh, we're not teaching CRT. Don't worry about CRT. Right. Or, oh, we're not teaching comprehensive sexuality education. We're not doing that. And one of the things we're going to show is there's a reason why they can deny these things. It's because there is, I'm just going to call it a triangle. There is a triangle. It's part of a curriculum and it goes all the way up to the CDC. All the way up to the CDC for years. Brought in by woke activists, leftist activists. And there's three different parts of their overall plan. If you think you're fighting CRT and that's your battle, that's one third of the battle. One third. Comprehensive sexuality education, radical gender theory, another third of the battle. There is a larger plan here. And I just discovered this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got questionnaires, Glenn, that we're going to show on Wednesday where they're showing five-year-olds, giving five-year-olds a questionnaire to ask them what their gender identity is. Five-year-olds. Here's the thing. Um, I really think it's time for somebody, uh, and I'd, I'd back it 100%, somebody needs to start abolish the department of ed oh absolutely abolish the department of ed it is past time to abolish that and it it has to be you must have local control uh and it's much easier to pay attention to it when all of this stuff isn't being fed down the pipe with national money yeah abolish the fed all right let me uh let me turn the uh topic here to what durham said uh, because you and I worked closely on the impeachment thing, uh, and we did the impeachment specials and, and everything else. I wanted to get your opinion. Special counsel John Durham asserted in court on a, on a filing on Friday that the CIA concluded data from the Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, allegedly uh, alleging coordination between Donald Trump and Russia was, quote, not technically possible and it was, quote, user created. What does that mean? <laughs> user created. So, I mean, go back to one of the uh, indictments that's already happened. Uh, that lawyer, the FBI lawyer, Kleinsman. Um, so he was indicted for lying, basically for, you know, drumming up evidence. He changed mm -hmm. an email so that th so that that could continue to go mm -hmm. for the FISA. So this is basically the same thing. User created is the people that were working for uh, the Clinton campaign actually injected and created this damning information so that they can get so basically they fabricated uh, evidence and then handed that off to the FBI. Now I think it's really interesting that the FBI is not being implicated here. They're not they're not saying, "Hey, uh, or there's no evidence that the FBI uh, doubted this at all." But of course they they didn't, right? Because they were all in bed. All the way from the top from the director down to people like Andrew McCabe, they were all involved with this. 
Um, now we have people from the CIA saying, well, we looked at it and it's kind of obvious. And they go, of course, this is leaked as well. Um, so none of this was real, making this even even worse. So it's injecting false information into this. Now, the, you and I have done so much digging on this and reporting on this. We know all the other people that were involved. Yep. And this is what's pissing me off about this. Me too. <laughs> because who, 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 is getting the, who is getting hit with this? A lawyer? Yeah. Listen to this. In the filing, Durham <laughs> responded to objections from Sussman's defense regarding what evidence could be admissible at his trial, which is scheduled to begin next month. Sussman is accused of lying to the FBI, saying he was not attending a meeting on behalf of a particular client when he was actually presenting the information on behalf of the Hillary Clinton campaign and a te- technology executive with whom he had worked. So why isn't the Hillary Clinton campaign in trouble. Why is the lawyer going to be the fall guy? Do you think he did that on him by himself? Do you think that that she was shocked and horrified when she found out? Compare this to like a mob investigation. Yes. Or I'm deep into the motorcycle community, like a motorcycle gang or something like that. Now, how do they go after those two organizations? You know, specifically leaders. Rico. Mm-hmm. It, leaders, right. Mm-hmm. They use Rico to go after the leaders. Now, why aren't they doing that to the Hillary Clinton campaign and Hillary Clinton herself? Can I tell you something? What? There are so many Rico cases that are out there right now that should that should be Rico cases. This is one of them. This is one of them. The Federal Reserve, I think, is a Rico case. It, uh, ESG Straight up. and uh, what's happening with BlackRock, that's a Rico case. There are so many Rico cases right now. And all they're ever going to do is fish for the small fish. They're never going to go for the big ones. Oh, my gosh. People like, I mean, think of all the people that were involved here, not to mention the FBI. We've got people from DO, from the DOJ. We know this. This is fact. People like yep. Bruce Orr funneling in for all this information, funneling it to the direct, directly to the top. Why aren't they implicated in this? Why is it the lawyer? The guy in the middle, that he's the guy that accepts it. He's like, okay, fine. If I screw up, then I'm going to jail. Why is that accepted? Why is it just him? The guy, he's the fall guy. We've got a fall guy. Everybody knows he's the fall guy for the bigger fish. They won't go after the bigger fish. It's ridiculous. So then what we found out on Friday is, do you remember that thing where they said they had this computer server that was pinging the Russian bank? Alpha. Completely made up the fact that Donald Trump has a Russian phone with him and we can track it. It's with him all times. He can make calls to somebody, we don't know who, but somebody in Russia anytime he wants. And it's with him in high level media in meetings. Untrue. Right. Untrue. Um, the um, the the FISA filings. Untrue. Proven now. Untrue. All of these things, including the Steele dossier, proven Untrue. And it all goes back to Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. and Hillary Clinton's use of the uh, FBI, Justice Department, uh, the NSA, the CIA, all, all of them. All of them were in on this. Yeah, and so and we know from the F, so from the CIA leaker that's saying, look, we knew it was user created, we knew it was bullcrap. I'm sure the FBI did too. The CIA can't get involved, so that's the FBI. The whole point of this, remember, the the whole point in the beginning was just to funnel false information, get it to the FBI, so that the so then the media can then get that leaked and say, look, the FBI is looking into this. This looks really dirty. Donald Trump must be a Russian asset, and then public opinion 
takes it from there. This, I mean, th- this is election interference is what this is. I mean, they never intended, I don't think, to get an indictment on Donald Trump. They just wanted public opinion to take it from there and to tank his campaign. That's what this was all about. But again, I don't want, you look at, you have people involved, the bigwigs of the FBI, Hillary Clinton herself, all these, these are the people that we should be looking at. Not a lawyer. Like all these other people, they were the ones directing it and facilitating it. I don't care about this lawyer. I mean, sure, he should go down with the rest of them if he's found guilty of funneling all. But this he's not the guy. But no, he's not the guy. It's like you know, just the, delivering the message. The justice of Watergate is not happening. You know, even with Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, he'll go down. Most likely, he'll go down. But will his dad? I mean, we have stories that are much. Gee, who said this in two thousand eight? When it all is said and done. This administration, meaning the Clinton, Biden, Obama uh, era, will go down as the most corrupt in all of American history. And it is. All of the things that they built at that time, are all, all those chickens are now coming home to roost. And is anyone at the highest level going to pay? This is the problem with America. I think most Americans, Republicans and Democrats independence we all want the same thing we all want the bad guys not legitimate bad guys to go to jail i don't care if they're republicans or democrats i don't care i want the bad guys to go to jail and they won't i mean the bad guys will get away with it and i would have been there on the front lines with remember when we started the impeachment thing and what did i say to you we have got to turn over every stone, and if the guy is guilty, he's guilty. Let the chips fall where they may. That's not the way it's done in America anymore. And that makes us just another awful, awful country that's run, you know, like a, a banana republic. Yeah. You talk about countries like Ukraine or whatever. It seems like they have a like a corruption officer at the airport and they'll just like kind of pull you into whatever scheme the moment you step off. That's what it felt like when we were doing all that, you know, all that research on Ukraine. Mm -hmm. That was then. Of course, you say that now and they'll call you a Putin stooge. Um, But pointing out the obvious, you know, now is is a crime. But I mean, how different are we really? I mean, this is embarrassing. And the entire world is watching this. I mean, we laugh when people like Putin get like 97%, you know, favorability rating, you know, or whatever. And we're like, oh my gosh, that's so stupid. The system's so corrupt. Look at us. Look Mm -hmm. at us. I mean, we can't even acknowledge the obvious. We have to let a lawyer go down for the things that he's being told to do by the highest echelons of government within the FBI, uh, the Clinton family. I mean, come on. I mean, it's just, I highly, at this point, it's sad to say I highly doubt anything even happens. I highly doubt it. And I think we even called this out on one of our show where like the middlemen or the low level people yeah, are going to be the ones that are go down. Um, it, there's another story. Uh, Democrats now are blocking the Republican efforts to upload Hunter Biden's laptop into a searchable digital format into the congressional record. It's already been accepted. But are you ready? Uh, uh, apparently, uh, Jerry Nadler has said, we don't have the technology to upload that into the congressional record. And so, so he wanted everything on paper so it could be scanned in, but then that doesn't make it searchable. Does it? 
so they are now uh, conferring with lawyers back and forth. It's been accepted. That's bizarre. Yeah, we just don't have the technology. Like, why would a New Yorker have that accent? I don't know. <laughs> that is bizarre. <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate it. Uh, let me tell you about LifeLock. Life, uh, global events have the potential to impact all of us through cyber attacks. While most experts agree the majority of cyber attacks are targeted at businesses and institutions and our utility infrastructure, they also agree it's more important than ever in this day and age to practice good cyber hygiene. This includes things like using multi-factor uh, authentication, updating your software, creating strong passwords, using a VPN. May I suggest you get LifeLock as well. Get LifeLock. LifeLock is here to make sure that if anybody starts to take our information and sell it on the dark web or use it in any way, that we're alerted and we stop it. No one can prevent all identity theft. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or go to LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code back. You'll save 25% off now. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code back. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Really glad that you're here. Thank you so much. There is a uh, really uh, incredible op-ed from this weekend's New York Times, the weekend of Passover, Good Friday, and, uh, and also Easter. Um, this was written by a Jewish man. He says, this weekend, Jews around the world will celebrate the holiday of Passover, the name of which comes from the story of God passing over the homes of our distant ancestors, on his way to slaughter the firstborn sons of evil Egyptians. Our forefathers, the story goes, marked their doorpost with lamb's blood in order to spare their own sons the awful fate of their enemies. In this time of war and violence, of oppression and suffering, I propose we pass over something else. God. Um, could I just... <laughs> may I just ask... Uh, this was God freeing the slaves. And uh, he didn't like the way it was done. Okay. Are you one of these people that complain about the Civil War and how that was done? Because 350,000 uh, fought that war and died. And that's because... We believed God was telling us slavery needed to end. So was God wrong in the freeing of the slaves that time? Are you worried about slavery now or just the slavery that I guess should have happened uh, with the Egyptians thousands of years ago? I'm not sure. More on this in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So what's going on, Glenn? Anything big? Anything going on? <laughs> I think what's going on? 
Well, the car company that, you know, has had my car for four years, Mm -hmm. uh, they said, as soon as Glenn gets off the air, we'd like to have a conference call. Are you kidding? Because I thought you were saying that you had tried to contact them and had to hear back. We've been writing to them. Two weeks ago, they asked a question. We were like, well, we, we, we need this information on a couple of things, and then we can give you an answer right away. And they haven't responded. And uh, But now, they, now they're they responding. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah. Mm. Not sure I want to chat. Not sure I want to chat. You know, it's like you get to a point to where you're like, just just box it up. I've been frustrated. My wife yeah. is livid, <laughs> livid over this. Back in a minute. Times had an editorial from Shalom Aslander, and uh, he wrote, This weekend, Jews around the world will celebrate the holiday of Passover in the name. Uh, it comes from the story of God passing over the homes of our distant ancestors on his way to slaughter the firstborn sons of evil Egyptians. Our forefathers, the story goes, marked their doorposts with lamb's blood in order to spare their own sons with the awful fate of their enemies. This time of war and violence and oppression and suffering, I propose we pass over something else. God. God, it seems, paints with a wide brush. He paints with a roller. In Egypt, said our rabbi, he even killed the firstborn cattle. He killed cows. If he were mortal, the God of the Jews, Christians and Muslims would be dragged to the Hague. And yet we praise him. We emulate him. We employ our children to be like him. Perhaps now, as missiles rain down and the dead are discovered in mass graves, it's a good time to stop emulating this hateful God. Perhaps we can stop extolling his brutality. Perhaps now is a good time to teach our children to pass over God, to be as unlike him as possible. That is the holiday New York Times op-ed. More in 60 seconds. Man, we are already teaching our kids to pass over God. We're already, we are, we are not in good shape, America. And we have to do everything we can to get onto the same page. Teach our children what they need to know. Tuttle Twins have a new book that is out. Uh, It is, I think, one of the most important topics one can teach their children right now. Uh, that way and teach yourself because uh, it's going to st- people are going to start clamoring to help the Fed when there's a crash, when inflation is out of control, the Fed will provide the answer that everyone will go. Yes, we got to do it. They're the people that cause the problem. 
I want you to read the Tuttle Twins book. Now, this was made for kids, but you can read it to your kids, your grandkids. Read it yourself. We all will learn, even if you need just a refresher on the Fed. It is the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. That is the Fed. How does inflation work? Why is inflation created? Who creates it? Why do prices go up? How's our monetary system work? Teach your kids. This is crucial for families to be ready so you can prepare. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get your book while supplies last for free. Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. Free now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Rabbi Lappin. Everybody needs a rabbi, and you are mine. How are you, Rabbi? Couldn't be better, Glenn. It's so lovely to hear your voice again. I was trying to think how long you and I have been friends. It's a long time already. uh, Yeah, it's been. I I cherish the friendship. Yeah, likewise. So um, I want to talk to you, first of all, about this this op-ed. Oh, yeah. Your thoughts on it. Well, it's written by just yet another infantile, secular Jewish neurotic, and um, and there's a lot of them around. It's it's tiresome, you know. Frankly, uh, life's too short to waste time with that rubbish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like that. I mean, your first clue is that the New York Times published it. Right, right. the The problem here is is that I no, think seriously. I mean, honestly, this is. This is a guy who has been shaking a defiant fist against God, um, you know, since his bar mitzvah. And it's, it, it's, it's tiresome to be subjected to it. You know, his aunts and uncles uh, probably tried to shut him up all through his adolescence, but now he has an audience, so he keeps at it. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing, but... Uh, would, this have been, would this have been printed 20 years ago, Rabbi? In the um, New York probably, Times, but not not in the New York Times, right? So you know, there's always been uh, this interesting phenomenon, which is when um, you know when when uh, for the most part when Christians lose their faith or, or never accept their faith, then they're neutral. You know, they, they really don't waste a lot of time and energy blasting Jesus. I mean, you just don't get a lot of that. Yeah, but it's a it's a weird thing about Jews, and and probably. Uh, the one of the most uh, valuable and uh, credible validations of the story of the Bible. The fact that Jews are so different from everybody else in this area, when Jews abandon the faith of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they don't become neutral. They become rabid secularists and, uh, and invariably join the ranks of radical socialism, almost always. Uh, I was watching the Ten Commandments this weekend with the kids, and I noticed something that I had never noticed before. By the way, did they play the uh, the opening of Cecil B. DeMille? Oh, yes, beginning? we did. Yes, okay, we did. That's really important. No, I know. It, it's yeah. uh, And I really kind of listened to it kind of the, for the first time. I mean, I've, uh, I used to always watch it, but I never really listened to it. It is very important. And I stopped it there, and I told the kids, do you know— that the first scene that they shot was Exodus. I don't know if you know this, Rabbi. He shot Exodus first, no, that big scene with all those that. extras. He was sitting on a chair, and he reaches over to the assistant director and puts his arm, uh, his hand on his arm and said, I don't want you to react to what I'm about to tell you, but I'm having a heart attack. And he looked at Cecil B. DeMille and went, wait, wait, what? And he's like, I told you not to react. If we stop filming today, this film will never be made. So 
I'm going to sit here and have my heart attack and you're going to listen to what I say and you're going to direct it. And he did. And that night they took him to the hospital and he had a heart attack. But anyway, my goodness, something you may not know is that the prop of the actual Ten Commandments, he arranged to be carved out of rock from Sinai. You may not know this, (laughs) but we have we have the Ten Commandments at from that movie. Oh, Oh, my goodness. But I didn't know that when I've been with you. Yeah. I, I really have, please, I've got to look at it. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the rock of what? It was called, he had it carved out of rocks from Mount Sinai. Wow. Have you seen the, um, the video of the, the area in Saudi Arabia that's being protected by the king? Yes, I, I'm quite sure they're correct. I'm quite sure that that is actually really? the real location. Yes. Really? If you haven't seen yeah. this online, you should watch it. I don't well, remember what yeah, it is. I, I can't but... remember the name of the, of the terrific guy who did that whole yeah, yeah, yeah. and made the movie, but I do think he's correct. Oh, that's unbelievable, because it's yeah. all yeah. right there. I mean, you see you see the altar with the calf. Yeah. You see the split rock. I mean, it's incredible. No, it I, incredible. I think he has the geography and the timeline exactly right. Wow. Okay. So, um, Rabbi, I wanted to ask you uh, a couple of questions. Um, One, as I'm watching the Ten Commandments, it is so important, and I noticed it for the first time, that Cecil B. DeMille is saying, this is the beginning of freedom, the end of slavery. Yes. Tell me about that, because that's not the way, I mean... It's it's uh, more of a I've always perceived it as more of a story of God than Ten Commandments, yeah. but that part is really important. Uh, the, the role it plays is is very significant. In other words, we we don't observe the Seder just as a commemorative event of a historic event that took place thirty three hundred years ago. No, uh, it's actually we play it as an annual. I don't want to use the word vaccination anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm down on those. So I'm going to say an annual. How about if I say inoculation? Okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, uh, uh, against being subject to the voice of the powerful and the many. And so it could hardly be more applicable to our current time in the United States of America, where people's lives are being oppressed by wokeism and by radical leftism. And, and the, the theme is this, Glenn. Uh, you know, in May 1954, something really significant happened, which is that, well, if you're into athletics, what happened is that for the very first time, the four-minute mile was broken. Roger Bannister broke the tape at 3.59, and nobody had ever done it before. But here's the funny thing. In the following year... Uh, about seven athletes broke the four-minute mile. And then every subsequent year to the present day, more and more and more athletes swear. To this day, you know, college athletes regularly break the four-minute mile. So what, what changed? Why is it that a year later, seven guys were able to do it, but prior to that, nobody had been able to do a four-minute mile? What Roger Bannister did was profound. He showed that it could be done. Because up till then, doctors had said that people would die in a four-minute mile attempt. It's not doable. Because, you know, the experts always know best. But Roger Bannister, a medical student himself, paid no attention to that and just calmly went ahead and ran a four-minute mile. 
the fact that something can be done is hugely important. The deep human belief that something is impossible will absolutely uh, tyrannize one and render one's efforts completely futile. If you don't believe, and this is part of what uh, uh, athletics coaches do, uh, it's part of what mm. motivational work does. If you don't believe deep in your heart that what you're attempting to do is doable, you probably won't make it. And your likelihood of success is vastly increased by the uh, knowledge, conviction, belief that you will and can do it. And so up till that point, the concept that uh, people can free themselves or be freed by God from a tyrannical set of circumstances is hugely important. And perhaps in, in my lifetime, perhaps no more important than it is right now where um, uh, you know, people, people are being oppressed by the United States government, people are being impress, oppressed by wokeism at colleges and in the, in the university system, in the public school system, which I call government indoctrination camps. I don't call them public schools anymore. Uh, you know, people, uh, you know, there, is, there is a whole area of research, which interestingly enough, Russian scientists have done some good work on, that oil is not the result of a decaying vegetable matter, but it's actually a chemical process that takes place under high temperature and pressure deep underground, which suggests uh, an explanation for why it is that many oil fields, like one in Louisiana most notably, that was declared to have a lifespan ending very soon, seems to have re re been reborn and the reserves have increased. It's as if new oil is being made. You're not allowed to say this because it violates the whole doctrine of shortage and scarcity. Mm. And, um, and people's lives, there are scientists who've told me, uh, I'll, I'll point you in the direction of some research, I'll give you some books, but I will not publicly allow you to quote me as saying this because I, I don't need my life destroyed. And this, this is a message of Passover. You know, are we able to stand up to the tyrants? And some of us can and some of us can't. It's as simple as that. You know, I don't blame anybody who says, look, I want to be able to continue feeding my family. Back with uh, Rabbi Lappin here in just a second. First, let me tell you about Goldline. Um, everything that you are being told um, is is wrong. The, remember, it was the experts that said there would be no inflation. There, it was the experts that said uh, that it was when inflation hits, it was just transitory. Then it's not going to be so bad now that we're here hitting highs. And if you calculate it the way it used to be calculated back in the 80s, they changed the calculation to make it look better. We are uh, way above three points above at the worst. In 1980, it was, inflation was in the 14 range, like 14.6. Uh, we are now 17.1 if you calculate it the same way. Take away the games from the government and you see they are really, really bad at predictions or they're just straight out liars. Uh, Thomas Sowell pointed out that a hundred dollar bill in 1998 would buy less than a twenty dollar bill in the 1960s. It, you'll lose 80 percent of its value in that time, 80 percent. The empire is falling and our money is going to be worth less and less until eventually it's worthless. Please call Goldline now and find out. Ask them about their specials on uh, graded $5 gold Indian head coins. You may be eligible for free platinum as well. 
You have to call, find out how to qualify. Just call them now. Do your own homework. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10-second station ID. So Rabbi Daniel Lappin is with us. Um, Rabbi, you told me one time that in uh, in Exodus, when they were exiting, that not all the Jews went. And I think this is so critical to understand because we think that everybody's got to get on board for something big to happen. And it's not true. Even the Jews, many of them decided to to stay in in Egypt as slaves. Right. Yes, because, you know, the devil, you know, and don't forget, there's an aspect of slavery which is very appealing, and that is you don't have to worry about your food and shelter. Your rent is paid, your uh, your food stamps, you get your food stamps, and I'm making a deliberate parallel between slavery and welfare. In both cases, uh, your dignity is destroyed, and you become subservient to whoever, whoever is uh, putting bread on your table and a roof over your head. And so there's an aspect of slavery which is very appealing in that sense. And so not surprisingly, the Hebrew original, and, you know, when, when you kindly said everyone needs a rabbi, uh, you know, you were just not, not just promoting full employment for rabbis, but, <laughs> uh, you know, you were allowing me to submit my candidacy in all humility. Yeah. And the reason is because the, the Hebrew text is really, really important. Uh, like most translations, the translations of the Bible uh, leave out a good deal of the meaning. It's, there's a reason that people who want to study Russian literature study the language of Russian to read it in the original. And the Bible deserves no less. And the, the Hebrew is very clear that only 20% of them agree to follow Moses out. The rest prefer to stay behind. And it's, it's perfectly comprehensible. Uh, you know, the... Um, uh, how many people, how, what, what percentage of, them, of the colony's population followed George Washington? What percentage decided to rebel against Britain? Only about a third, I believe, and you, you'll know better than me the exact the, yeah, the about 20, that. 20%. Same figure, mm-hmm. same amount. And that's what, that's what we have to recognize, and that revolutions can occur even with only 20% of the people. The world can be changed. You don't need more than 20% of the people. And, um, and that's probably all you're going to get. So um, our problem here is we no longer understand freedom. Uh, and yeah. I think it's, you know, if you've had it so long, you just don't appreciate it, especially as isolated to the rest of the world as we are. We're a huge, huge country. So most yeah. Americans, this is all they know. How do you fight against that? Um, well, it's, it, it's very, it, I mean, needless to say, it's very difficult. Um, you know, Lenin himself once said that the best way to destroy the capitalist system was to debauch the currency. Mm-hmm. And through the process of inflation, he, uh, he observed governments can confiscate secretly and, and observed an important part of the wealth of their citizens. Okay, so we're seeing that happen. Uh, how do we combat it? Well, I think that, uh, in my view, the most important thing is, first of all, to take care of what I teach. Um, I mean, today this is 90% of what I do, is teach people to develop their what I call their five Fs. And, and that means that even though 
there is a deliberate attempt to try and make you poor and to make you dependent on government. That's, that is the ultimate goal. Uh, you've got to develop your finances and you've got to focus on friendships. One of the things that socialism, that socialism does is destroy the bonds between citizens. You know, in the old Soviet Union, there were no PT, parent-teachers associations. There were no rotaries. There were no lions club, no organizations of, and that's why the founders knew that the principle of free association was so critical. And so um, uh, I focus on helping people become financially independent, uh, socially independent, and uh, to develop their uh, relationship with their faith, because I think that's crucially important. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I, I don't, I'm just, you know, I, I'm not a religious person. I don't have faith. I don't have a connection with God. Well, when I was a teenager, I used to have pimples all over my face. I didn't walk around saying, hey, happy to meet you. I'm Daniel Lappin. I'm a pimply teenager. <laughs> I spent the equivalent of the gross domestic product of small countries in the United Nations on pharmaceuticals to clear my face until it cleared up. And I think in the same way, I, I would say to people, you know, you won't accept the fact that, you know, you, you're, uh, this is wrong with you or that's wrong with you. You try and get it fixed. Uh, the fact that you're not religious is not terminal. Do something about it. Because it really is harder to function in a society whose driving force is secularism if you deny yourself the countervailing fuel that can propel you to freedom. So, I mean, I, I, think, I think the faith is an important factor. I, I don't know, you know, the, the, the Black Robe Regiment is something I still have a lot of faith in, and, uh, and I'm, I'm hoping its moment will, will arrive and, and will be with you. But in the meantime, you've got to survive. Your, your family has to survive. Um, and so you have to b build that up. Rabbi, um, we have 30 seconds here, so if you can. I made the case last week, and I think you, you heard it, um, that we're actually too religious. We're way religious. It's just a religion of wokeism. Do you agree? No, absolutely. Secularism is a religion. Yeah. No question. All right. Uh, Rabbi Lappin, thank you so much. By the way, you can see the Rabbi Lappin uh, podcast or get it wherever you get your podcast and blazetv.com. The Glenn Beck Program. A movement to start a parallel economy has already begun in many ways. More and more as time goes on, you have to have, and I think we all realize this now, um, the ability to do business with companies that believe what you believe. Um, <laughs> you do, do business with companies that don't believe in ESG or, or do believe in abortion. And so they're taking their money and actually funding and helping Planned Parenthood. Uh, Patriot Mobile is not one of those companies. Patriot Mobile stands with you uh, and they believe the same kind of things that you believe. They are fighting in there every day for our rights, but also to give you the best cell service possible. So these are people that think like us, defend us with their money and also give us great service. If if you can switch right now, stand with the people who stand with you. Switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You're going to save money, get the same great coverage. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV with the promo code Glenn.
IRS is scrambling today. They they only have 15,000 employees to answer thousands of calls. And uh, wow, I feel, I feel you know, I feel really bad for them. Do you? That's how I feel today. Right. I feel bad for the IRS well, employee. Amen. Who's sitting there just not able to get through all those times they need to harass the American people over the money they didn't earn. Yeah. You know, that is what I feel today. And I've just overwhelmed that side of the feeling with the feeling of great charity and the work that I'm doing for (sighs) this nation. Thank goodness you said that. Yeah. Because I have, I'm sure I have built countless turtle tunnels. All over the country. You know what, Glenn? Even you, a man who's been taxed up like like a probe from an alien <laughs> yeah, for the past 20 plus years. Without the alien baby. You probably uh-huh. have still not paid for any full turtle tunnels <laughs> because they probably <laughs> cost a billion dollars a piece. You're right. You know, every You're once right. in a while I think about that. This is this is mm-hmm. the this is the darkest. This is the darkest mm-hmm. you'll get about mm-hmm. your country. You'll see some dumb program that cost $7.9 million on a turtle tunnel. And you'll just be like, gosh, that's unbelievable. (laughs) And then I want you to stop and think about it. Because if you're the average American, you, in your entire life, all of the taxes you will ever pay will not even fund that one turtle tunnel nope not one not even one turtle will cross underneath the road so because all of, you. of those hours all of those hours mm-hmm. that you have worked half the year for some people mm-hmm. half of the time that you spend working yep it won't even finish a turtle tunnel nope not even one nope government waste project will you fund in your lifetime life. Let think me, let me about how think of the despair you should feel today. <laughs> today. Because, yeah. I, you know, it, it's not even like people are like, oh, well, well, you know, there's a lot of people who need things and the government does important things for important people or for, for certain people. A lot, it does a lot, a lot of important things for important people, too. That's a whole nother situation. But like the basic idea that, OK, we're helping. There's a, there. You know, there are people who cannot do it and they need help there's an orphan somewhere who needs a meal and you know somehow they've fallen through the cracks and we need okay let's just say that person exists i'm sure somebody does certainly some people uh, are helped by government funds at some level but it's like you know so little of your money ever goes to anything like that it's just a waste if they turned it all off tomorrow if they turned the income tax off tomorrow we would go have to go we'd have to figure out how to go back and live like we did when we spent like the barack obama presidency just the time from the beginning of barack obama to now is the entire income tax is how much we've increased the budget so you could turn it off off And we'd have to go back only to Barack Obama spending levels. We are so completely out of control. And now we've come to a point in our political back and forth in which there is no other side to the argument. There's only let's spend a, you know, a three point five trillion dollars and let's spend two point five trillion dollars. When the Republicans get in control, they do the exact same thing as the Democrats, except maybe a little less spicy. And so we're all eating the same foods, just one has more Tabasco than the other. And that is not a way 
You, you did your own spending. taxes, didn't I you? Did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can tell. Did. I did. did. <laughs> what do you think my afternoon is? If tonight's Stu Does America sucks, you know why. Because I couldn't spend a minute on it. Instead, I had to work on my stupid taxes and not my actual taxes, Glenn. No, no. <laughs> I have to spend more time today, like I did all Easter weekend, on my extension to my taxes. Because I don't even have all the forms yet. The people who I have to go and get forms from are not even able to turn them in. They need an extension to send me the forms. So now I need an extension to send in my taxes so that they can hold on to my money for just a little longer. A little longer. And then maybe I'll be lucky and get a refund of my own money. Won't that be a miracle? Well, let me pl- it will because mm. the money you gave them, you know, a year ago. Yeah. That's worth about 17 cents less <laughs> yes. on every dollar. Right. Right. Yeah. Taxes during inflation, it makes it even more fun. Oh, yeah. Because everyone looks at this, oh, I got a refund. Like this moment of pride, the government has given you a gift of a refund. They've held your money hostage through a high inflation period. And now they might give some of it back to you. Which is worth Almost 20 cents less. And they're not even going to give it back to you on time. Yeah. As they're saying now, they're delaying these quote unquote refunds uh, for months and months and months. Because as you know, Glenn, they only have 15,000 people to harass everyone. So all uh, all the time that you could have had that money, even if you put it in the most basic uh, account and get a couple of percent, You'd still be able to close the gap as to what they're going to give back to you, but you can't even do that. Mark this show on the calendar because I think we're going to come back to it in a couple of years and we'll be like, look, we talked about it and everybody said it wouldn't happen. Um, Just imagine how much we're going to love it when we have a Fed coin. Oh, my gosh. And you won't have to worry about paying your taxes. It will just never be put into your account. Mm, That'll be because the Fed will be able to decide what's taxable and what's not so you won't have tax day they'll just take it and it really in the way of you're guilty until proven innocent because there's got to be some way to go no wait a minute part of that was you know a deduction for this this and this and then they'll have to look at that and go well i'm not sure Mm. all right we'll give you a bitcoin go get some mouse food incredible and there's no way to know i mean i i the amount of work that i've put into this now look i do procrastinate a bit and i will admit although the forms come in so late there's no way you can't start it in january you have to wait until all the stuff comes in to actually be able to do it to go through everything it's you know some some tax returns i've done in my life were pretty easy Uh, you know and i by the way i should point out i'm not doing it i'm just doing the preparation work so that the accountant can do it i have no idea what she does she gets all these pay i said there's thousands magic. of forms it i have no idea what happens magic I and i've said it i've i've said because i've been audited before mm. and uh oh my goodness i i thought i was being visited by aliens with the <laughs> anyway uh it's uh it's not a fun process to go through in my case it ended up it was either even or they owed me like two hundred dollars something mm. like that yeah um because i I overpay. Yeah, that's what I, I say least, the same thing every time. No, at least that's what I say. If it's a question, if there's any doubt, 
let it fall that way, yeah. not my way. Error in the government's favor because I don't want to freaking be harassed. Right. I don't want to be harassed. I don't want to go through it. I don't want to have to cough up money. Just let it go in there. But I don't know. And so many things now, like cryptocurrency. Oh, my God. How do you even? They don't even have the law. They don't even have the rules. They set. don't have any idea how to prepare it. You could go to the IRS and they won't really even know. It's all guesswork. It's so true. You go to, you go look at some of the, the cryptocurrency like tax forums on like Reddit and, and all these. And like it's everyone just asking, like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this? And people linking to article after article after article trying to explain how to treat, you know, uh, some complicated cryptocurrency transaction and, and on your taxes. It's like, you know, people look, I, I, I really hate taxes. I really hate them, as you may be able to tell in this segment. But like I want, I love I, them. I, well, I but, mean, don't. <laughs> but I'm trying to be like I. You know, when people are like, "Well, I don't want X, Y, and Z, and that's why I don't do it. I don't follow the law." I just, you know, look, I, I want to follow the law. I believe I that think following the, the law is an important thing of, that a civilization needs. Okay, I, even with laws that you right. don't love. I think that I, I couldn't. I could not gauge America today anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think when I was growing up, and I still have this ethic. Uh, I don't mind paying taxes. I do mind paying unfair taxes, but I still pay them. Yes. But I'll make my voice heard. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. This isn't right. However, I'll pay them. And I think most Americans don't approach their taxes with anything other than I just want to get this done and I want to get it right. I just Mm -hmm. you know what? I don't want any hassle. Just let me pay my fair share, whatever that is, even though it's probably not fair. Um, Let me just pay it. I think most people go that way. I think you're right. I don't think people necessarily are trying to evade their taxes. They want to just get it done and get it right. They prefer if the government did something of value with their money, which they never seem to do. Never. But, it, you know, like you put up with it. It's just it's a part of life. Like there's a, there are roads I want to go faster than the speed limit. And, you know, sometimes maybe I do a little bit. But generally speaking, you keep it in line because, but, you know, you, you, we're a rule following society generally. How did we get this system other than it has to be because the progressives did it? How do we get the system in a country where you are innocent until proven guilty? How is it? We are with the IRS. We are guilty until we bring this stuff to show we're innocent. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just a total reversal of everything, of everything. the country stands for. Yeah, and you know, it, it, remember the country when it was founded didn't have this. No, it, they they were they specifically needed to pass a constitutional amendment to even allow this to occur to you. Yeah, this this was not supposed to happen to Progressives. you. Progressives. Yeah. They passed it. And what did they say, Glenn? Never higher than, what, 9 or 10%? No, they said it would never be for anyone um, uh, that made less. I can't remember. Than like It was a, an extraordinary number back then, like $100,000, which was like $2 yeah, million. Millions today. Yeah. Um, and they said it would be never more than 5 to 7%. And then how? it was only a few years later. It was later. like two years later, it was a 10. Mm-hmm. And, then it was- and it was... And it was <laughs> And it was way down for everybody. Everybody started to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as one of the wars hit, was it the it was first, world, first war. world war? Yeah. It went up to, you know, 70. 90, it was at some point it was at 95 percent top income tax rate. That was, yeah. in, I think, under Roosevelt. Yes. And but there were all kinds of loopholes. Right. You know, if you were newly rich, you know, you hit the 
non-existent lottery back then and you had all that money, you wouldn't have the sophistication or the attorneys to be able to find all the loopholes for you. You just paid and it was 95%. But if you, you know, if you had the money and knew how to work the system, you didn't pay that. And a lot of that's still happening. Still happening. It's still happening. Like, I mean, if you're mega, mega, ultra rich, you, you, you find ways uh, to pay lower taxes. I mean, you know, there was a big... But they're all legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Donald Trump was amazing when he was accurate, when he said, yeah, I may pay lower taxes. That's the way the yeah. system works. Change it if you don't like it. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. Everybody, of course, is trying to pay as low a tax as they can. Yeah. Who under is the- trying to pay more? Nobody. And you know this because they put... An, ad, an address where you can give gifts to the U.S. government every year. If you believe your tax burden is too low, you can give gifts to the U.S. government to spend against their general fund in which they can uh, pay for taxes. Every progressive should be doing that. And no one does. No one does. I think they. Uh, I think there's like one or two, isn't there? Yeah, they usually year. get a few every year. Yeah, they get a few. Um, a few but, bucks, but it's like yeah. not a lot. It's it, it shows that this idea that taxes should be higher is something they utilize to punish others. They don't care about it themselves. They they want to punish others, you know, and they do they've done this forever. People, you know, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders comes out there. I mean, he was asked about it in one of the debates. It's like, "Hey, you keep saying taxes should be higher on the wealthy. You're the wealthy and you don't give more than you than you're supposed to. Why? Why don't you just implement this policy for yourself? Wow, because it's not the system that I would think that would really be able <laughs> yeah. to handle. Okay, all right, thanks. All right, let me tell you about uh, my Patriot Supply. The re- Great Reset is in full swing. Um, sometimes I really hate uh, being right. Uh, you cannot afford to leave your family unprepared. For what is happening with the food prices that are coming our way, I mean, the only ones that don't say we're headed for a deep recession, really, literally, is the White House. Everybody else is now saying that. Uh, to some recession, to full-blown depression, all I know is with the war that's going on, we are going to have food prices hike through the roof between the war and inflation. So please prepare yourself for any kind of jolt to the system. Please go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Again, preparewithglenn.com. They have lots of uh, variety. Order ship quickly. Everything arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. It's preparewithglenn.com. Don't wait. Preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. The Glenn Back Program. So we have a happy stat for you on tax day. And again, you're going to feel very charitable. Very charitable. So this is the last pre-pandemic year. Obviously, the budgets are much worse now than they were then. But America spent in 2019 more on taxes than it did on food, clothing, and housing combined. All of the basic necessities of life combined are outweighed by just the taxes that you give to the government so that they can completely waste in your honor. Now, I should clarify. Mm -hmm. Half of the country. (laughs) 
<laughs> pays more mm. than the entire country's housing, food, mm. uh, and uh, what's the other one? Gas? Clothing. Clothing. Mm. Yeah. Combined. Combined. Yours- so half the country paid as much as the entire country paid, right? Yeah, because and the number was higher than ever. You're talking about the number where of people, percentage of people who do not pay any income tax at all. Mm-hmm. And that number usually, famously, Mitt Romney, 47%. And it bubbled mm-hmm. around that number for a while. It's well over 50% now as we like hit the pandemic. Like what's well over 50%? I don't have the number in front of me, but yeah. it's over 50% uh, of you, uh, of the country now. Yeah. I, I want to say it was 56 or something. Yeah. That's when, that's, that is when uh, Ben Franklin said the country would be over. As soon as the majority of people uh, were there and the uh, realized. politicians mm-hmm. realized they can win with the tax scheme it's over there's no way back but he was usually wrong about stuff really yeah I feel like he was the kite smart. thing that was not this is the Glenn back program